Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Reset Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Munoz, CEO of the experience agency, D-Flash. Each week, I bring on a different business leader who's doing some interesting, game-changing, unique things, and this episode is no different. Of course, we're recording now in this time of the corona situation where we're all stuck at home and you know learning from incredible business leaders i think is even more important now more than ever so i'm so excited to have karina kapanquidium who is founder of red dot uh tech canada advocate and a new tech company coming called uh b2b it's going to be a fantastic conversation uh take a listen hey karina Catherine. hi laura <laughs> Uh, how are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Given uh, how the world is pausing, I think I'm. Uh, I mean, I'm somehow trying to uh, to keep uh, optimistic and uh, positive. How are you? Kind of the same, you know. Just keep on, keep on, keep doing. Excellent. Causing trouble here. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Now we have to get in trouble, but indoors. <laughs> indoors. Only in indoors. Uh, <laughs> So, you've been listening to the show, and I know you're a fan. And so, uh, you know, the first question is always the same, it never changes, and that is not going to change even though we're in the middle of a pandemic. So, Karina Catherine, what was your first job? Oh, my first job that I got paid for uh, was as a production assistant for an award-winning movie production company. Yes. And how did you even start doing that? So my mom, so I, um, after graduation, um, I, I was living in London, UK. So I went back to Paris where my family was living and my mom uh, was running a restaurant and, uh, <clears throat> I was just helping in the restaurant, uh, while figuring out what I wanted to do after graduation and, uh, the, the film crew, uh, used to just come have lunch in the restaurants every day so after a couple of months you know my mom was uh, just asked you know ask them if they were looking maybe for somebody to help them given that i was bilingual uh french english that i knew a couple of uh markets and i was able to uh to do at the time in the 90s uh project management yeah so they hired me at the beginning as an intern and very quickly, uh, it became a full-time job. So, yeah. Awesome. And what did you learn? How, what was that experience like? Uh, I always credit that experience as having prepared me really well for, the, for being an entrepreneur. What was really funny is, uh, when I say award-winning, producers i'm talking merchant ivory production uh i'm talking that uh you know it's uh, it's they did a lot of movies with big stars like anthony hopkins at the time gwyneth paltrow um you know big, big <laughs> you know, people we might know of <laughs> exactly um and uh so it was a very interesting ecosystem you know you had the the production you had the film crew you had the actors so I was involved with uh, all that in a, in a way or another. Um, and um, it, was, uh, it was very interesting in understanding human dynamic, very interesting in understanding um, very loose project management, <laughs> uh, you know, 
um, rules, uh, how to deal with um, hierarchy, how to deal with um, authority. Uh, and very soon, honestly, I was just uh, thrown into the deep end of the pool there, having to deal with celebrities as well, uh, calling me with questions, um, calling me sometimes with um, urgent situations. Which wasn't really urgent, but because they're celebrities, they thought it was urgent. Yeah, urgent. <laughs> urgent and sometimes uh, panicking situation that you need to solve in the middle of uh, the Cannes Festival. <laughs> You know? Ah, that sounds right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, so, as I said, it's uh, it it was a really great start of a preparation on how to become an entrepreneur. Yeah, very cool. So, after doing that, how in the world did you get to come have a conversation with me? What's been that journey? I I didn't get that last part. I think. Oh. Uh, our internet is overloaded because everybody's working from home. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't be surprised. I, I said, um, after you know, having that sort of deep end of the pool type job and just thrown in to sort of swing or swim, how did you go from that to being the entrepreneur that you are today? What was that journey like? So it was a journey that spanned across 15 years. Uh, so after uh, that, and what I, again, I credit really that experience as being one of the best as a preparation school. Um, I went on to move into Canada. And uh, in Canada, I integrated very early on corporate. So I worked with big organizations um, like Deloitte. And um, in 2014, I decided to make the jump and to uh, live my true calling, which was entrepreneurship. Uh, again, I credit corporate for having um, shown me every reason why I wanted to become an entrepreneur. Um, no thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of uh, thanks, but it's uh, thank you for the, the, the ride. It was really interesting. Um, I've learned a lot of things, and uh, I think corporate showed me a lot of uh, the, you know, the, the reason why I really didn't want to work in corporate, but, you know. That's um, that was the journey, and then uh, when I once I jumped, I jumped, and uh, it was absolutely wonderful and scary and wonderful and scary, <laughs> but I did it. Awesome! And so, what is it you actually do now? Well, you I know you do several things. Yeah, I I like to I like to uh, do many different things that all make sense together. So uh, I started in 2015 with Red Dot Digital, which is a consulting firm um, focused on digital transformation. Then um, I focused on that for a good two years, two and a half, three years. Then uh, I got involved on boards, some on a couple of boards. Uh, that was something that was interesting and important to me. I also got involved with a, a couple of universities, so I wanted to have the academia side. So I'm um, on the board of um, Imperial College uh, MBA in London. And then uh, <clears throat> nine months ago, uh, I decided to build a, an online uh, platform dedicated to business-to-business -to -business matchmaking. Um, 
and that is the the focus um well one of the big focus that we have in the company at the moment and so what made you decide that now is the time to do something around business matchmaking so when we started nine months ago um it wasn't there was we obviously didn't know the that the coronavirus crisis would would be here nobody knew i think not right. even no one, could, no one could imagine no no one could actually even know that it would be that kind of global um you know situation um but i had been thinking for about a year prior to uh nine months ago about something that would have helped me um if i had like if i you know, when you're an entrepreneur, when you travel a lot for business, you see a lot of different scenarios. Um, you, you see um, entrepreneurship, business life, uh, not only from your base, but also you see it from multiple different countries. And every single time I came back, I kept saying, there's something that's missing in this ecosystem. There's something that could make my life easier. I'm on a plane every four to six weeks going across, you know, um, overseas, going Middle East, Europe. Uh, and I'm always going, coming back with that sense of there's something missing. Um, and you have to know that I have never wanted to be that person building a product. I was always... <laughs> of course not. <laughs> like a lot of my my connections and friends laugh right now because they they remind me of what I said maybe two years ago on a panel somewhere going oh why is everybody focusing on products why is it that we can't focus on services but it just it just became um, obvious that uh, if I was gonna build a tool it was gonna be to to make my life easier and hopefully what I found along the way also serve all SMEs or the majority of SMEs. And uh, so I built that tool and I built that platform. Awesome. And what was that like? I'm sure it was hell. <laughs> oh, it's, uh, it's again, it's a, it's a wonderful journey. If I had known all the details, <laughs> I wouldn't have started. But that's a beauty of, I guess, having that, uh, you know, being a, somebody who takes risk and being a true entrepreneur is you have a vision. I, I, have, I had a vision. Uh, we mapped out the vision. We mapped out the, the flow. We mapped out everything that we wanted to achieve. And I'm really happy to say that to the day we actually achieved it. So nine months from the time we accepted the project, uh, to the launch was nine, it was nine months. Uh, so I call it my little baby um, because it's really, it, it was really the, um, the work of, uh, <laughs> of making a baby really. Um, we launched uh, and now we're in the, in, you know, in the trenches. So hopefully it's gonna go well. Awesome. And what are your hopes for? Like, what's what do you hope comes out of this? Having now gone through it and now you've launched. So the, the hope is really that we're going to continue to be right on the, the trajectory of that platform. <laughs> you know, um, and obviously, again, we couldn't uh, have uh, counted on this crisis, but 
I think when you are given lemonade or lemon, you have to give lemonade. That's an expression that I really like uh, in North America is uh, you have to be, to keep going. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm a firm believer that it's, yes, we do have a crisis and it's a horrific time for a lot of people. Um, but I also think that there's an opportunity to maybe uh, nurture and do something different, maybe be a little bit more creative, um, maybe pivot. And that uh, is some, you cannot stop your activity because there's a crisis. So I, I think that keeping, you know, the activity going, continue to grow the platform uh, will be beneficial uh, when the crisis is over. Uh, the other thing is really, it's a platform that is here to help SMEs. Um, the, the vision that we have is really to help SMEs that are a group that are usually underserved while counting for 99% of the economy. So it's really a platform that wants to be an advocate um, for the SME ecosystem and uh, give us a fighting chance. Yep. Awesome. And, you know, along the way, you know, being a woman in business, being a black woman in business, I'm sure you've had all kinds of crazy ass challenges. Well, you talk to us about a time when you had a crazy challenge and how you were able to find your way through it. Well, I don't know <laughs> cliche, but I think every day is a challenge. <laughs> and you would agree with me on that. I mean, uh, not a lie. <laughs> um, every day, every minute is a challenge because, um, and it's even truer now that resources are scarcer. So, meaning that um, when things are tough, it's tougher for us. Um, I look, the way I look at it is um, I have to keep educating people. So that also means um, showing up uh, to the best of my ability and uh, being the best at what I do. Uh, this is really a mantra that I kept uh, over and over and over again. The other thing is being visible. Uh, we are, funnily enough, we are called the visible minorities, but uh, we're not very visible <laughs> in the, you know, in the, in the business world. So yeah. it's very important that um, I, you know, I'm, I'm very loud about things I'm passionate about. Uh, diversity and inclusion is one thing. Women in business is another thing. Inclusion um, of women in, you know, inclusion of everyone in business is, is something else that I'm really passionate about. So whenever I have the opportunity, I take it and I talk about it. Um, and I, and I hope to change a little bit the perception. So challenges for me, if I had, let's say, you said that I was a woman and a black woman in business. Well, I have a super long and complicated name and kudos to you for having uh, pronounced it. I'm a Francophone in a English speaking country and usually business community. Um, it is, it is a lot of things that stack up. So I usually don't think about what is against me. I usually try to turn that into opportunities. Thank you for saying that. Because I think oftentimes we get this, well, everything is not for me, so I don't even want to try. And I'm like, really? Again, be a black woman in business and be a successful black woman in business and then come talk to me about what your challenges might be. Because, there is no more uniquely difficult and challenging road to way. 
And for us, what I've always found that the key is everything and every one of these is an opportunity because it's an opportunity for us to shine and show up and show out. And the only way that you don't get any further is if you don't show up. Like you've got to go to the events, you've got to go to the meetings, you've got to actively participate when you're there and not be a wallflower. Otherwise, you're never going to get anywhere. Oh, definitely. I'm even one who goes further than that. If the door is closed, knock on the door. open. Right with the door. Say, hey, can I come in? And they say no twice. Just bang the door or find another way on the other side and, and come with the back door. But regardless, you, there's this, this space at the table. You just, you just have to want to take it. And to be okay with all that it's going to bring, which is sometimes being uncomfortable, sometimes being the only one in the room. Well, well, let me rephrase that. Most times being the only one in the room. Um, <laughs> be, and, and being the one that people question more, being mm-hmm. the one that people invalidate, and the whole mansplaining thing, that's, I don't even want to go there. Um, but it's worth it, because I always say, it's not about me. You know, it's not about me doing something for myself. If I'm doing something for myself, well, great, I'm happy. But it's how this is then changing the perception that every person is going to have for the next person that looks like me. I've been in meetings where I've been taken for the coordinator many times. And there's nothing wrong with being the coordinator. But, you know, you. you know, but the person who's next to me who is, you know, gets a credit for my work. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, it, I've been in uh, meetings where I was questioned about the credibility because I look younger than my age. So that's where I have to sometimes say, well, I have over 20 years experience. Uh, you know, you always have to take that opportunity to maybe reframe the narrative. And it's mm-hmm. tiring. It is sometimes very frustrating, but it is absolutely worth it. Well, that's the thing, it's like, you know, when you're in those rooms and oftentimes folks, you know, underestimate you and don't realize who you are, and then you just show them who the hell you are, they're like, oh, okay. And you've now just educated that room. And so the next woman who comes in, you know, her road might be a little bit, a little bit lighter, a little bit lighter, a little bit lighter until we're in a much better situation. You know, one of the kind of funky things that's happening um, as a result of you know, us all being home is a kind of weird flattening of our industry uh, where, you know, you know, if you could come into a room previously with like your whole army of people and that would be intimidating to somebody else who's speaking. Now it's just like, it's you on Zoom next to somebody else on Zoom. So <laughs> it's, it's very much mono a mono. Like I had this recently when I was on a panel discussion and the person who um, was to work a much bigger firm than ours and, you know, super duper well-regarded. And, you know, in, in probably in other circumstances, they would have taken her to have, like, all this big, you know, stuff behind her. But on a call with me and a couple other people for this panel, we're all equal. Like, there isn't, no one, and so you can have these conversations, you can show how smart you are, you can 100% show why you deserve to be there. And a, and a little bit more, I don't want to say friendly way, but more, I guess, flattened is the way that you can say it. Because like, we're all on the same playing field now. 
like you know, no one can see your fabulous shoes. Like this guy, or or the outfit out from like the, you know the, the the chest up. Um, like we are very much now sort of democratizing how we can communicate in these in these conversations in a different way. Absolutely, and and in a way, it's kind of empowering to know that you don't have to go into a boardroom to to have a board meeting conversation. Um, you know, you, everybody's probably in their living room, kitchen, wherever they can, uh, and uh, making this work. And, uh, and you're right. It's, uh, it's wonderful. I think, I keep thinking that this is going to make the world a better place where we're going to focus on meaningful, uh, deeper uh, relationships. And it's going to make things maybe a little bit um, better for us. You know, it's my hope as well. You know, I read a quote that I, I kind of really liked, which was, you know, uh, Mother Nature knew we needed a break. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, you know, as funky as that is, and how, however you want to take that, because obviously thousands of people have died and people are in the hospital, and it's, it's obviously been, you know, very, very traumatic. It is almost sort of like, and this is going to sound very cliche, a reset. <laughs> I believe it. I not only do I believe it, but I think it's wonderful that all of us had to pause at the same time. Yeah, it wasn't like there was like a pause here, a pause there, and then six months later, pause somewhere else. And it's also like the timing is weird because it wasn't during Christmas um, or like at the end of another year. It's sort of like at the beginning, sort of like the middle of Q1. Where we're all, you know, we're all kind of already back here. We're we're not sort of disparate. Uh, everyone's on vacation, but the summertime, when you have to be pulling people back, and it could, I mean, at times it could have happened. This is sort of like the most ideal time because most people are like home, as opposed to like if this was like in July or August when everyone's on vacation. How would have that have been affected to get everyone to come back home where you live? Because now you got to go into quarantine and lockdown. Um, but this timing of like everyone in March now through April and probably through May are sort of in this whole thing together and are all taking this pause together. And so when we all come out of it and get that big first breath of fresh air, we all do it together. Yeah, it's, it's honestly so funny because mother nature takes a really uh, amazing sense here uh, for me, being uh, obviously I speak English, but my my intimate language is French, so I take that meaning as literally like Mother Nature that grounded us all and said, "Now go to your rooms." You know, it's, it's literally that is go to your rooms, stay home, and you know, let think about what you've done. <laughs> exactly, think about what you've done, and hopefully you'll come out of it, you know, a better person. And I think it's uh, in a way, um, I hope. Honestly, we start to talk heart to heart and, uh, you know, there was too much swipe left and swipe right. And, you know, I, I'm busy. I have a meeting. I have this. I have that. And not enough really um, collective understanding and meaningful um, relationships. So I think it's a good thing. Yeah, I, I, I do think that we'll, I hope, you know, and know hope springs eternal, that like we will come out of this kinder and gentler mm. to each other and how we treat each other. Because, you know, it's funny, like, you think about it, like, when, again, when you're on these Zooms, you can't really side-eye somebody. You can't actually roll your eyes at someone because they'll see you. Like, <laughs> I, I, you know, all those little things that we used to be able to do if you were on a call at the very least 
or you can't really multitask when you're on a, on a Zoom call because like people will see that you're like not paying attention. Um, so you actually have to listen more and be more intentional in your listening. And that can lead to hopefully better bits of communications because you can see nuance a little bit differently. Like I was talking to someone earlier and she was explaining why she does what she does. Um, and she lit up with a Christmas tree when she was talking about what she does. And for me, I, I always say that like, you know, the best way to determine whether or not someone who's you're going to hire for a service, especially in the event world is going to, is if they don't, if they let up when they tell you about their favorite experience or favorite project, because that tells you that it meant something to them. And that's the best way of understanding whether or not they'll understand how to work with you because they love their work so much that it brings them that in kind of innate joy. And, you know, I would never have seen that had I not gone on a Zoom call with her. Like, that changed my perception entirely of having an interaction with her because I was able to see her explain what she does in that really warm way with it. You know, she, she just lightened, she brightened up. So it'll be fascinating to see how we all yeah. Uh, come out of this very funky weird time. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. Well, let's hope it's not lasting too long, too long. though, because I think, yeah, um, from the the couple of uh, meetings I've had, people are it's it's good, but uh, we're still social people. We need to be able to uh, see each other. Um, you know, the physical interaction is super important. Um, so yeah, I I hope this uh, is is good. You know, it's like yeah, it was good while it lasted kind of situation. Yes. <laughs> now try to get back outside because <laughs> yeah. I need to stop eating my own food. Uh, so what would you tell twenty five year old career, Catherine? Looking back on all the stuff you've done so far, I would say, um, actually two things. Uh, the first one is don't worry so much. <laughs> Um, and the other thing would be, um, actually, you know what, don't worry so much. Everything is going to be okay. Um, I think I'm a late bloomer. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, you know, I would, I, it's funny because I, my friends that knew me in boarding school when I was between 11 and 18, uh, tell me that they always knew I would be an entrepreneur. I don't remember that. It's funny, how, it's funny how I do not remember any of that fire, passion, um, but apparently it was there. I just wasn't aware enough. It's also something that wasn't in my, uh, necessarily in uh, the path that um, my family was expecting me to, to take. Mm -hmm. uh, so it was very funny when I started with the business, my mom kept telling family member that I was unemployed. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, and it lasted a while. Uh, up to now, I think sometimes she'll look at me and go, why don't you just go take a nine to five job? Um, so I, I think um, the 25 year old would have liked to hear that, don't worry, everything is gonna be okay. Just follow, follow your, your intuition, follow your, follow your vision. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, you never know. It, 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 it's always important to sort of, you know, look back and see how far you've come. And isn't that kind of pretty incredible? Um, it's 
it is great, but you know, to go back to your question that you asked me about how it is to be a minority woman in business, I have to say one thing, um, and I don't know if you have the same feeling, but for me, it's the whatever win we have is extremely short. The celebration is very short-lived, if any, because when you actually celebrate something, you turn around and you go, great, we've come this far, but then you look at how much further you have to go and that's so much work again yes you know so you have we have to constantly keep going um so yeah (laughs) you probably have the same feeling yeah well it's 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 one of the things where like oh this is awesome oh wait i have this other thing to do and so you know what i've done what i do try and do is celebrate my wins for however long i can whether that's you know treat myself to something or you know you know, go, go out for a little bit. Well, not now, but because, <laughs> like, um, because, you know, it's like not really a, an option. But I do think that it's important to celebrate those wins because, yeah, they are short lived because it's always another mountain to climb. Like, once you've hit the height of, of one mountain, you, you're at the bottom of another one. So you just have to kind of keep climbing and, but still appreciating how far you've come is, is also kind of a key part of that as well yeah it is uh it's something that you have to learn um you know i'm constantly also uh, you know going back and forth between north american culture and uh, european culture and uh in what i love about north america is that we celebrate each other we ce- you know even failing is something to celebrate and that's what i i teach a lot about that to my students um and uh when and in europe you do not celebrate a lot. You have to be, you know, it's almost like looking a little bit more on the realistic side, mm-hmm. uh, if not pessimistic. So it's very interesting, uh, you know, for me where in, you know, the, the, the real North American mindset is you celebrate even if you're not where you said you were going to be, but at least you've done something. And that's really an amazing mindset to have um, and to keep going. So, yeah. Yeah, I would, totally, I would definitely agree. So in this midst of this kind of wackadoodle time we're in, what are you doing for your self-care? How are you taking care of yourself, girl? <laughs> I've been saying I need a manicure. They better <laughs> let me out soon. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was joking. Right with there you. with you. Right there with you, girl. Oh, yeah. My, my gels are... Oh boy! Oh yeah, that—that is. I I was joking with friends, and that you know, that's what self-care is for me. Is talking with a girlfriend I haven't connected in years. Like you, we have connected in in years. Years. Um, you know, connected again with people. I, I, you know, our life were too busy. I was busy. They were busy. Everybody was busy. And then, so this is really something that fills my soul uh connecting with people who i haven't spoken to in ages uh or meeting new people that i'm discovering now in different times um and um that's you know and and taking the time to just hang out in my pjs if i want to and um the t- the sense of time is a bit different now i don't know yes yeah it's just uh, it, every day is the same the same day 
um, although my business it has been mostly remote. So for me, working from home and for my team, it's completely normal and that we didn't see any transition. At least I had a sense of um, being able to go out and meet um, clients and connections two, three times a week. Um, now that, that not being an option, uh, I do have to find a way to, you know, to still fulfill that, that side that I need so much. So I speak to people a lot more. Um, I, yeah, I just take it a lot easier, you know. Um, what I also adore, I have to say, and, you know, is when I speak to, I have meetings, and then I hear people's families or their kids in the background. <laughs> I just think it's amazing because three weeks ago, you would ask somebody to shut up and just, you know, go to the other room. Now, you know, you ask their first name, how is everybody doing, is it, you know, they're out of school. Um, what did you do today? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> you know, they have a pet, it's like, you know, maybe they'll show you the pet uh, on the camera or something. Um, or sometimes they have a plant. It doesn't matter. I think I really like that kind of uh, interactions a lot. So that's the self care. I miss my, I have to say, I miss the massages. I, Same, all girls. Yes. Oh my God. Jesus. You know what would be great is that when we're out of it, is, you know, I'll text you and I'll say, hey, I'm going to my massage and I'll let you. <laughs> and we'll be able to still connect uh, through something we like. You know, and that, that's, yeah, massages was something that was important as a busy, 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 um, you know, entrepreneur running around all the time. That was very important and that I'm clearly missing. Yeah, I got a gift card for like a, like a, a subscription for, for monthly massages, but I've gotten, but I got to use one of. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's tough. That's tough. I'm so bad. So, uh, well, as I, I was saying, a friend of mine, like, you know, nail salons and um, beauty parlors and spas are going to be overrun when people, when we're allowed back outside. Because oh, everyone is, is the, has will be have hunched over on computers for like, you know, a month or two. Uh, their nails will be raggedy because they had they couldn't do their own nails. Their hair is gonna be a hot mess because they couldn't <laughs> do their own hair. So it's like there'll be a race to like every single spot. Be like, fix me! I, I promise you. And that, and also having lunch. Oh my god, having lunch! I so miss lunch. It is yeah. It's all those little things, you know, that they've been snatched. And the things we took for granted, like to go outside yeah. and go grab lunch. Or exactly. go outside and like, oh, hey, you're in town, I'm in town. Hey, can we look at you? are in here, want to go grab lunch? And we go grab lunch. Exactly. <laughs> that is so, you know, I think it's, uh, yeah. And uh, yeah, I'll probably, you know, send you a picture of my nails when they're done the first time. Because yeah, really... same. <laughs> same, bro. <laughs> that is, yeah. So that's, that's about it. And I think... Um, it, it will be important to incorporate a little bit of um, uh, exercise as well. I know I'm, you know, I'm somebody I need to, to be well in my mind, well in my body. So, you know, incorporating that routine again after having been sick for a bit, that's something that is very important. So, yeah, it's... Um, it's all good, you know, but I, I want to keep talking to, to my friends, 
to you, to everyone, and uh, laughing and uh, talking about stuff. That's uh, that's good for the mind. And yes, the absolutely is. Yeah. So, as part of my you know reset Corona series that I'm now just doing, uh, I'm asking folks if they have a give or an ask uh, that they like to give to the audience or ask to the audience. Um, look, I'm I don't have an ask. What I think as a gift is I I hope I can send everybody. Um, positive vibes. I know people struggling in different ways. Um, actually, you know what? I'm taking that back. I think I'll have an ask is mm -hmm. the people to ask maybe somebody they never dared to ask if they're okay. Um, some, a lot of people are struggling now. You know, some people might revert to laughing and smiling because that's what they do. But that doesn't mean they they're okay completely. So it's important to take care of each other. Uh, so maybe reach out to somebody you haven't or you didn't want to. Maybe you, dare, you didn't dare to and ask them if they're okay, if they need anything. I think uh, if we do it one person at a time, um, then maybe we'll manage to uh, keep us each other uplifted. That's a beautiful thing. <laughs> that's actually that's a, that's a really important one. I think you know, getting out of our comfort zones and 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 being a little bolder to to, to check on some others is a, is a beautiful thing to do. So thank you for that. Thank you for asking me. <laughs> well, it was such, it was such a delight to talk with you and all of this wacky little podcast I have. Uh, thank you so very much. I'm so honored you ask and uh, to be part of the rooster and uh, the family now. And yes. <laughs> thank you for doing that, keeping the conversation going. It's such an important role now. Um, so kudos to you. Thank you. It's, uh, it, it, is a, it's, it really is. A, I realize now it's really important to, to have, even, have more of these conversations and get these, these great conversations out for folks to listen to because it's making a difference. So It is. It is definitely. So thank you. Awesome. And that is our show.